0: It's a trend, and I'm not sure it's a good one, but I tend to do these podcasts with people from Cleveland or Cleveland fans. On the line, Fun Guy Podcast Episode 3 is Frank Bum. Bum, how you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing great, Grant. How are
0: you? Oh, you know, uh, it's a drizzly day in Iowa, and uh, as as the last week has been. But for Cleveland, buddy, you guys got to win. And it, that, it's that it got to be glorious.
1: I mean, well, first off, you know, what I said when it happened was, well, that's just embarrassing for the Bengals. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 because, there's no, because the problem with the Browns is they do, this is what they do. They, they will never, ever be the just plain awful 0-16 Detroit team. They will never do that. They will always have three or four wins sprinkled throughout their season where you go, man, if just some of these pieces can fall into place, we won't be awful anymore. Yeah, and you know what? That's that's definitely
0: weird. the worst one. You know how much I love Top Gear, and you do too, a uh, show yeah, on the yeah. BBC. It's like one of the most popular shows ever. And they did this top five list of the five worst cars of all time. And, like, number five through number two were all terrible, ugly, non-practical cars, and the and the worst car ever was the car that had no features? It was just the most boring, bland, frustrating car to look at because it didn't have anything. And, may- and maybe not this year, but in previous years, it's kind of in the Browns, hasn't it? It's been like, like Robbie brought this. Robbie brought this up the other day. It's like looking at a team you know won't be there in twelve months.
1: It's. I mean, see the thing is, I will say this though, and uh, you know, given recent developments there is that there are pieces there that you like. I mean, who hasn't gotten excited about Trent Richardson? I mean, the dude's a freak. Like, well, he yeah. shut Jim Brown up. Right. He made Jim Brown backtrack from something. Jim Brown was a man <laughs> who played for the Browns his entire NFL career, and because of a verbal spat with management, had not been to any Browns events for two years. Yeah, and maybe that's the curse. Games, yeah, and then, and then in four games, Trent Richardson makes him backtrack. He did in four games what management couldn't do in two years. <laughs> so, I mean, Richard's the spark. Joe Hayden, when, you know, he's not popping Adderall as all get out. Well, Joe
0: just he's thinks, one he's one still the... Joe thinks he's still in college.
1: Yeah. Where that's, like,
0: kind that. of acceptable.
1: I mean, I don't know how Adderall would, would make a person a better football player to the point where you consider it performance-enhancing. I, I just don't understand that. I mean... Uh, again, I'm not a chemistry major. We need to, you know, actually ask somebody who's, you know, right. a real major, not right. a fake major. Yeah, like we have yourself. a fake. We
0: have a fake major. That maybe that's worth talking about because we didn't do anything in college, did we? I mean,
1: the things we did, we were doing for fun, like gridiron and all the stuff we did. Yeah, high school. We were doing
0: that. High school football yeah. shows and covering Division One athletic programs and. I don't think I don't think I studied for the last two years of college. Is that bad? I mean.
1: I mean I mean, to all the college students out there, if you have a real major, you cannot follow our advice right here. No, but, no, you can't. I mean, no,
0: but
1: but for for those of you like in related fields to journalism, internships. I had I have not had any person that I've applied. I got this job, um, down in South Carolina, which is where I'm at right now. Um, I got this job and. There were literally no comments on my grade point average, even the fact that I literally tanked my last quarter there. I had, I I was an A and B student my entire way through uh, college. Oh, good and for you. Two, yeah, well, I had a couple of Cs, mostly in French, because, you know, <laughs> foreign languages were never my thing. Yeah, who does, but, who does that? Yeah, just, yeah, so I got Bs and Cs for my last quarter there, and nobody cared. Nobody cared. It's your clips and it's everything else. But but that's actually the real major thing in the Browns, which I wish, it looks like they don't study things at all.
0: No, no, not at all.
1: It, it's just, it's just they get this win, and they will lose like the next three or four. And everyone will be depressed in Cleveland talking about how,
0: smooth move the team, we don't even
1: care anymore. It's awful. I can't do this anymore. It's the factory set, and it's all over again. And then they'll get another win against a team they should not beat. And then people will be all excited again, and then we'll go on another four game stretch of losing.
0: That's you know, do. you know, maybe maybe I'm off base on this, but I have this feeling that the reason Cleveland fans, after that win, after that particular win, are really excited is because they've never seen a long touchdown pass before. Well, it's and it's now and now, while, they've got, like, now they've now they've got just... two of them. They've got two of them in two days. Both of them were beautiful passes to a really really speedy rookie, and now they're thinking, ooh. It's like a baseball team, like I, I equate that to my Pirates this year, who've been bad for 20 years, and all of a sudden they were hitting the cover off the ball. They hit like 100 homers in the first 80 games of the year or something ridiculous. And we had never really seen scary. that. We had never, yeah. <laughs> we Right, yeah, exactly. We had never seen that before in Pittsburgh, at least since the 70s. So we're thinking maybe this is different, you know. And now that Brandon Whedon, the 29-year-old rookie, is throwing, like, nice long balls that you guys have never seen before. Maybe that's the cause well, for here's optimism. The,
1: here's the thing, what I said about this with one of his long touchdowns, is I believe it was the first week of the season. He, or no, it was the second week. Second week. Um, is that, you know, I think Cole McCoy did get a raw deal, you know, getting inserted after a concussion and having no help whatsoever around him. I think he got a raw deal. But what I've said after that, after Whedon's throws is, you know, you know, I like Colt McCoy. I think he did get a raw deal. But I never saw Colt McCoy just unload a football down the field like he did. Well, I don't think he and was ca- – he mean, wasn't
0: capable of that.
1: And I think part of that was that injury he got in, on his shoulder against Tampa. Yeah. Like that that – like, not even that game. That injury to Colt McCoy ruined his career in the NFL. And Texas is a mess. Yeah, for college football—they yeah. are a mess. Like Mac Brown might lose his job, if it's not this year, then next year, unless they do something. Oh, it was football such a fluke them,
0: like, thing. Wrong. Yeah, it was such a fluke injury. I remember watching that game. I think you were with us, right? We watched as yeah. a big group. Yeah, and I remember thinking, like, man, he didn't really even get hard, hit that hard. He just, he just kind of like took it in the wrong spot. It wasn't. And...
1: It wasn't Brown's hit on Matthew Stafford, where you know the mic's up where he's moaning into the mic.
0: <laughs> oh oh you don't have to explain that to me I love that clip more than anybody.
1: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm explaining that for our listeners. There, there was a game where the Browns played Detroit. and Browns were up inexplicably, and this was Stafford's rookie season. Yeah, and he just got planted by um who was it? I think he it was, was wasn't
0: it Sean Rogers?
1: Yes, it was Shaw Brothers. He, was, he was 340 pounds of just angry. Oh
0: yeah, and it was all Man. 340 pounds plus some like vertical force and gravity all landed on his, all landed on his, all shoulder. on his shoulder. Shoulder,
1: yeah. and he's just moaning into the mix, and you're like, oh wow. And then he's like screaming at the team doctors to let him get back out there. Yeah. And then he throws this pass <laughs> to Pettigrew for the game-winning touchdown, yep. and I'm saw on the floor. You know he's still loading into the mix because he just got hurt. But
0: yeah, and we we were funny. all celebrating. The hit
1: to McCoy, the hit to McCoy wasn't anything like that. You know he got hit, and you're like, okay, yeah. I mean maybe he needs you know go work the Kings out on the sidelines. He'll be back. And then he comes back at halftime, and he's like on the verge
0: of tears. Yeah, I mean you Which saw that. Yeah, you, you you saw that with uh, with Peyton Manning. It's like the injuries that involve nerve damage, like McCoy's did, are the toughest ones to come back from, because that's that's yeah, tough. I mean, to, it's tough to rehab that nerve stuff. You know.
1: I mean, muscles, I mean, by definition, you get stronger, you know, by tiny, very microscopic tears in your muscles. I don't know if that's a myth or not. That might be a myth. I might have gotten that wrong. I think you probably Sorry. made that up. Yeah. But, but, um, I, I think, you know, that's, muscles heal, and, but, like, I was reading an article on cracks of all places on, you know, neurological disorders and stuff like that, because cracks, a humor website's where you want to go for medical advice. Right, it's like but, going
0: to John Stewart for politics.
1: He's actually good for that. We'll we'll get. Well,
0: I politics. know that's why I watch. I don't really. I'm I'm so apathetic to it that I feel like everything I say about politics is probably blatantly wrong. So I don't say anything about it. I just I just make fun of all the people that go on Facebook and post long statuses about it.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: like you. <laughs> like yes, you. <laughs>
1: okay, for our listeners out there, what they have to understand about the group dynamic here is that. As Bum, I am the only political person in our entire group of friends. Yeah. And it leads to much mockery. Granted, I'm mocked for you know a lot of other things, too. But the, the, the apathy of my friends, because they're all sports guys... Me included, just, yeah. It, like it's, it's beyond stereotypical about sports guys. It, <laughs> it is a 1980s movie where I'm the guy with the horn rimmed glasses and my friends who are all, like, 80 pounds lighter than me are shoving me into
0: lockers.
1: <laughs> is, is the group dynamic that we have.
0: It's just a verbal thing. We're verbally shoving you into lockers.
1: Exactly. So, I mean, that, that, So, so while... Wow. I mean, it's just, like, I cannot talk politics in this group of friends.
0: Nope. 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 We actually were... And, and I'll give you some heads up on this. We are actually brainstorming right now we're plotting a Facebook status making fun of all Facebook statuses I mean,
1: it seems like that's been done
0: well it has but not to the extent that the fun guys could do it
1: <laughs> <laughs> well I mean that's true I mean the fun guys are
0: it's, uh, are pretty it's, elite when it comes to mockery it's pride and joy of ours to be able to do that better than most feel like you will yeah. know when that status goes up, and you're just going to hate us so much for making fun of everything. Hey, here's
1: the thing. I would like to get something out into the open air on okay. this uh-huh. because, because I knew this was coming. And Kenner Smith, one of the original fun guys, has contacted both myself and Kate Irby, <laughs> Kirby.
0: Who you, who you constantly people. fight with on Facebook about politics and make everybody so angry. But make everybody angry.
1: Well, it's delightful for me, so I don't care. But I would like to point out that Tanner Smith has contacted both myself and Kate Irby in order to become a little bit more knowledgeable about politics. So when he does this, when he makes this status with the fun guys for this, I would like the internet and the three people that are going to listen to this podcast... yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Know the hypocrisy of Eric Tanner Smith on this matter. <laughs>
0: I wish our Facebooks were public, like that anybody could see them. You know, I mean, like I
1: would, but then that just leads to a creepy situation.
0: Yeah, that's weird, but yeah, I we don't see we don't take anything seriously, so you shouldn't feel you know singled out or anything. It's just that. You
1: oh know. no, no, no! I, I know, I know what's going on here, but I, <laughs> I'm just pointing out the hypocrisy. Of Harry Tanner Smith on this
0: matter. We'll we'll report back on what that ends up being the next time that we do this. Um, politics aside, there, big guy, you're you're down in Green. Is it Greenwood, South Carolina, right? Yeah,
1: it's Greenwood, South Carolina.
0: Sir. You yeah, are uh,
1: nearly...
0: you are in the heart of of the old ball coach Steve Spurrier, aren't you? Yeah. South Carolina.
1: Down here, And, you know, everybody always hears it. You know, the SEC has the greatest rivalries, and everybody else in the other part of the country just rolls their eyes and just, you know, kind of goes on with their day and their mediocre football. But down here, it is, it is, it gets nasty.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Nasty. Yeah.
1: Well, well, the thing of it is, is that, you know, I'll give an instance, you know, with my paper right now. Um, there was a picture um, of Greenwood producers, a ton of great football players. There were three starters in the LSU-South Carolina game from Greenwood. Oh, that's great. This yeah. town. And it's only 23,000 people there in about. So, you know, for, for that, and one of them, Sam Montgomery, is probably going in the top five in the NFL draft. That's awesome. As a junior. So that's, I mean, he's from Greenwood. And, and so one of the pictures that we used, you know, it was the headline was perfect no more. And then a player from South Carolina, from Greenwood, was on the ground because he had sprained his shoulder. You know, a very moderate injury. He was actually back up in five seconds. But it's a still shot, and he's lying on the ground. Right. And so people instantly, instantly go after our paper and claiming that we are solid Clemson fans, that everyone on this paper is a Clemson fan, which first off, you know, just for giggles, I wanted to insert myself and go, no, nope. I'm a Buckeye. Buckeye Buckeyes! A Buckeyes. <laughs> and just to, just to make things absurd, but the thing is, is like the editor, our associate editor, my boss, is a South Carolina, is a diehard South Carolina fan. The um, owner of the paper has season tickets to the Gamecocks, and he's a big donor. So, so because of football, you know, go back to my earlier point. That is how how vehement things get here so fast. Uh, fellow reporter Chris Trainer is a huge Gamecock fan, and he is terrified that one day his little girl, who is one of the most adorable children ever, will go to Clemson. Oh, so it's, it's that. Hilarious. So
0: it's that bad.
1: It's that. Like it's like it's you know you never wish you you wish the best for your children, and in this gentleman's case, I mean the nicest guy I know, one of the nicest guys down here, he what he wishes. He's, you know, a good life for his child. I hope, hope she meets, you know, a, a man that he can be proud of. But also the third point on that is just please don't go to Clemson.
0: <laughs> well, he's got to start brainwashing her in some way, right? I mean, we both read Bill Simmons. Oh, he's, he's been doing he's, that with his daughter he's, forever.
1: He's, oh, exactly. And, but um, to, to kind of go with, you know, football down here in the south, and I love it because football is so big here. I've gone to high schools with stadiums that are just ridiculous, that are probably better than anything like, say, Akron. I mean,
0: that's a bad example. Akron has the worst of everything. Well, hey, they, no, but, Akron's got – hey, don't, don't, don't do that. You know how much I love Akron. And and in their mediocrity, yeah. they have some tremendous facilities. Okay, okay, bad example. And they have bad a example. tremendously awesome head coach. So don't you forget Terry Bowden. Don't you, don't you, why I ought to <laughs> –
1: Oh, actually, but anyway, they've got great facilities down here. But speaking of good football, the Ohio Bobcats are getting props.
0: I know, Well, yeah, five, that's what you were saying. T- t- so, tell me this, tell me this story, okay? So, so our our okay. alma mater, Ohio, right? Most people listening to this probably bo- probably Bobcats too. Are uh, I mean, are happy because you know all right. our friends, right? We like the three people that are going to this probably are all Bobcats. Ohio seven and oh, number twenty five in the country in the coaches poll. Is that right? No, I think so. I, was, I, I think it's the AP poll that they're number twenty-five. Maybe one of the polls they're twenty-fifth. They're not on the BCS or anything, BCS poll or anything. But they were in Sports Illustrated this past week. The expose was great. I don't know if you caught, if you caught that, but uh,
1: I, I have not yet. Um, but I need to do
0: that. Yeah, it's pretty great. Peter King uh, did a uh, did a piece Peter on. King's
1: just we need to, we need to throw absolute props to him because he's just ridiculously good
0: at what he does. Oh gosh, he's the best, and uh, and in a in a former Bobcat. So he wrote a little, he wrote a little sidebar in that piece about how much he loves our marching band, the marching one hundred and ten. Um, which... which
1: it must be pointed out, the number one song in the country is the Korean hit. I can't believe I just paired those words. Yeah, together. I can't believe he did either. Um, even, except in you know the context of a Korean, you know, doing a hit on another Korean for the North or South. <laughs> oh. the <whole> <laughs> So, but the Korean hit, Ganga Style, from Psy. And Psy went on the record with reporters and said that his favorite parody slash homage to his song, which is just, it's a, it's a fun guy song. It's just so yeah, it is,
0: yeah.
1: out there and just obscene almost that um, it's just great. But so he said his favorite parody slash homage was the Marching 110. Gangnam Style that they did at halftime. Oh, they're
0: the best. Yeah, they are. They're they are they are absolutely the best. They they did uh, Party Rock last year, which got which went viral, and I think they did one more that I can't remember now that went viral too. And they're just they're just the best. And uh, it, man, yeah. it's a golden age for Bobcat Athletics. You know, it's like it really is. It's I mean, it's a John fantastic Gross age. Leaving, yeah, I
1: mean, other than John Gross leaving, I mean, but he was he was going to. Oh yeah, I mean, he was gonna yeah. cash that check at some point. But he did so much while he was here. that I don't know anybody who likes Ohio basketball who is, you know, not insane that doesn't appreciate the fact of what he did for us. But now, for to turn to Ohio football, and you know, our original point. This is what we do on the Fun Guys broadcast. We're we're big Fun Guys are universally fan of tangent. Oh yeah, uh, for our oh yeah, our our, our our three listeners. Ohio Bobcats seven zero, and it is the AP poll that they are twenty um, fifth in the country. Okay. The USA Today poll does not have us in there. Uh, the well, DPS that's the, well, the, that's years, the coaches. DPS, that's that's the
0: coaches' poll. So that's that's crap anyway. Those coaches don't they? They don't watch football.
1: They, they, don't. they have four and two Michigan, uh, four and two Stanford. Oh, Stanford did lose to some good people. So, um, but then for the, the, the power rankings on ESPN, they also have the Bobcat 26. So I was discussing, you know, the Bobcats and the Buckeyes, as is my want on Monday morning. And both um, my associate editor and my senior writer fellow, Chris Trainer, the man of Clemson hatred, um, is, you know, said, you know, those Bobcats are probably going to run the table. And I don't know if, they, they obviously wouldn't be an SEC team. They were very clear on that, but, um, they could make some noise in, you know, a BCS bowl, and I'm like, wow. I mean, because these guys universally are all football junkies. Yes. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah. So to be, it, it, I moved to the right region of the country. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I you mean, did. I, because football here is king. There is just there is no other way to put it. There's because you know in Ohio and other places like Tanner, Tanner of you know Smith of hypocrisy fame and Jason Schreier <laughs> both. <laughs> You know, good friends of ours, and probably two of the three people listening to this. Although Jason probably isn't listening to this because he's surly right now. But <laughs> yeah, <both laughs>
0: he's, he's now, been bragging. He's been bragging that he has longer lunch breaks than all of us because he's still woefully unemployed.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of feel bad for him, but then I remember, you know, like every part of our um, interactions in college, and then I don't feel bad for him anymore. <laughs> um, but basically, it, it's just it, football. They played soccer in their high school careers because they were ridiculously fast and moderately athletic, and they did really well there. Here, if you don't play football, it's almost like you don't exist in athletics. I mean, the paper covers other sports, and you know, soccer, and there's some pr- actually pretty good soccer teams around here. But football is just to give you a context. Um, it's a daily paper that I work for, which are almost non-existent in, in this market size anymore. It's a daily paper, and you know every day the sports section is about four, five, six pages. For the beginning of high school football season, we had a twenty-four page football preview section. Yeah, we had a twenty-page. Regular... Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just it is just incredible how important football is here, and to see you know to hear that region even though the Bobcats exist in the world of football is just a testament to how well Frank Solich. Tyler Charlottesville
0: and the company have been doing. Yeah, it's a, it's awesome to watch. And the nicest thing about graduation, I think, and there haven't been a lot of them because I miss Athens more than anything. But yeah. uh is that I that I you, know, you get to like be an alumni and not a like we covered that team for for you know 9 months last year. And we weren't, you know, we weren't able to you know, actually I mean, <clears throat> you enjoyed it kind of being like a student reporter because you were still a student although you were a reporter, but now that we don't have to. Re- we don't have to cover the team anymore. You know, it's nice yeah, to be able to. Vast, it's a, nice to be able to a be a an alumni audience. and and have, and have that kind of that, that kind of pride. And I, I think the one thing that I that I love about being from a mid major school, and I I don't know if you feel the same way too. Obviously, you're a uh, from the Cleveland from north northwest Ohio, right? Um, yes. What a Buckeyes fan. So you got the whole major college fandom, and now you have this small school fandom that you now possess by being uh, by having your degree, say, Ohio University, although journalism degree doesn't mean anything. Um, do, does it feel, because for me, I love being the fan of a mid-major more than I think I would ever love being a fan of the Steelers. You know, is that does that make sense? That being I mean, being a fan of a mid-major I mean, it, 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 and it's always... The, it's
1: the underdog tracker. Americans love an underdog. I mean, unless it's us, you know, because, you know, America. <laughs> um, we love underdog teeth. It is it is ingrained ever since, you know, we took on the British Empire. And yes, I just did throw history into the Fun Guy podcast, but that's part of our psyche. Oh, I love history. And I, I love mean, history. you hey,
0: whoa, you know how much I love history. I was a high school history nerd. I loved it.
1: Again, we've had this argument before. History is politics from the past. So I don't understand the disconnect between politics and history with you. But anyway... <laughs> Our three listeners don't care about that anymore.
0: No, no, no they don't.
1: Um, but anyway, I'm actually going to go see Argo now, which is a phenomenal movie. Americans it, is. Apparently it is. It is. It is. Watch. It's
0: fantastic. One quick thing before it you is. go. Uh, what would you build and where would you send it? New segment for the Fun Guy podcast. In honor of the Statue of Liberty... And a uh, greener pasture time when countries used to send giant public artifacts to other countries as gifts. What would you send? What would you build? And to what country would you send it to?
1: I mean, this is tough. Like, because first off, you got to you got to think of an appropriate country, and then you got to think about what that country, you know, could use. Very true. And would really appreciate. Yep.
0: Well, I'll give you mine. I'll give you mine. I'll, I'll give you a couple minutes to. I'll give you a minute to brainstorm while I go through mine. I just saw yes. Taken. I just saw Taken Two, right? Yes. And I would. Uh, and I would say that movie rivals Jason Statham's Safe in its absurdity. And I think okay. I'm gonna...
1: Let's 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 pause this for a second because nothing will ever rival Jason Statham's Safe.
0: It, well, great. it's it's along the same train tracks. You know, it's it's like, it's a very parallel type movie. It's just, the only reason it exists is so that it can be on the Hollywood hierarchy of badassery. You know, it's like Liam Neeson wants to be the next Hollywood badass, so does Denzel Washington, so does Jason Statham, so does everybody in The Expendables. So the only reason this movie exists is because of that. So my my thought would be, I'm building a giant Statue of Liberty-sized statue... In granite of Liam Neeson, and he would be he would be Dikembe Matumbo wagging his finger, and I would send it somewhere in Eastern Europe.
1: I believe it's Albania
0: that we wanted to send it to, because it's Albanians that he just goes
1: ham on every time. <laughs> is that who it is? Is it Albanians? I always forget. Yeah, because that's what they did. They picked a country that no one like. Well, not that no one knows about, but it's not on the radar like a Germany or a France or a UK. Yeah,
0: okay. So that's they just, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send uh, Liam Neeson, Dikembe Matumbo wagging his finger at Albania. I'm sending that to Albania. It's going to be a big granite statue of Liam Neeson.
1: I think I would send the world's biggest, the world's biggest slide. Okay. North Korea. In <laughs> North Korea. Because it is just gotta be miserable there. And it's just, and I think that if people could go, you know, if, assuming they weren't starving to death from famine, um, and, you know, would be able to get just a little bit of enjoyment out of going on the world's biggest slide. We're, like, we're talking that everyone has to suit up like the guy who just dropped 24 miles. Oh, God, so he's thinking, the best. Like, Right, God. Oh, he's the best. So I think everyone, you know, you just go up and you're on that slide and you just go zipping on down and like feed a sound. And I think that would brighten their days up instead of you know being oppressed by one of the most totalitarian regimes in the history of that.
0: Would you? Would you put it? And this wouldn't make any sense, but would you put it in the middle of the two countries in like that area where nobody can go because they'll get shot?
1: The DMZ. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll have them straddle the DMZ.
0: And can we? Do you, do you want it to be so like? Countries. Do you want it to be like Miller Park in Milwaukee, where it like the bottom of it is a ball pit, or do you want it to be a swimming pool?
1: Ooh, can we have both? Can we do both?
0: I'm sure we could. We could make that work.
1: I mean, there's no like physical limitations on this. I mean, I just made a 20, 20 mile high slide. Yep. That North Koreans will be able to slide on. So yeah. If if, if 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 that premise is allowed, I don't see how we can't. I can't have the dual. Play ball swimming pool
0: pit. Yeah. Okay. We can go with that. We can go with that. All right. We'll let you go, go see we'll let you go see Argo. Keep in mind for the next time we do this, we're gonna talk about uh the next time you're on this, next time we'll talk about whether football has passed the big ten by. We didn't get to it now, but it's a topic that's timeless. We do
1: need to, we talk about
0: that. yeah well we'll do that next time but enjoy argo ben affleck is surprisingly the like the best person in hollywood right now Alrighty, later buddy have All a right, good time good to you, Grant. yeah you too frank Baum. everybody that's the fun guys podcast episode three hope you enjoyed it we'll talk to you again next time